I'm gonna let my music play first. I'm on the best podcast and website ever. Anchor, A-N-C-H-O-R. If you want to do podcasting, you've got to get on Anchor. It's so simple. Um, a kid can do it. And I'm not making fun of children. The big CK, Catfish Kenny knows podcasting. In a short time, I've studied Anchor. I found out there is no use, no use getting another website. My podcasting, as far as I am concerned, will be stopped and started, started and stopped here. All right, I'm going to get going. Um, Let me let the music play like those big professionals do. Yep, my board running. Hope my voice is carried. We're brought to you by, of course, Anchor Podcasting. Get on the web, www.anchor.com to get started. Wayne Cobb, Dr. Wayne Cobb Jr. and Grant Fowler, optometrist that can't be beat at Hamilton Vision and Eye Care Center in Hamilton. That is our in the highest west of Birmingham, Steel City, Birmingham, Alabama. I care for the entire family. Telephone 1-205-952-9110. You need a previously used, but yet one that you can't tell it's previously used car and truck. Logan and Logan Auto Sales. Hamilton, Alabama is the only one you need. Call them. They want you to call day or night. one 205-952-9110. And I need to uh, I need to tell you about the treasure box in uh, Panama City. Where did it go? That's what's happened. And I let uh, people who won't recall names get in the studio with me. But anyway, if I was a member, if I had a name like Cosmic Country, it would be patented and copyrighted. But I don't feel like doing that right now. I just love that sound, Cosmic Country. Oh, let's see, we're going Treasure Box by CNM. Chris, Michelle, and Drew. Maldwin, 1711 Thomas Drive, Panama City, Party City, Telephone, 1-850-249-1388. We're going to keep rolling into this right now, and hopefully you'll have a good time. My email is gnxy210 at yahoo.com. Telephone one two zero five nine two one four one five nine. You can call me in the time and we'll talk. We'll rap, as people used to say. I never did do any rapping. I wanted to. I can't now. Okay, seven. Are you ready? Secret revealed. Seven dirty facts you didn't know about the Beatles. The Beatles purposely pronounced 
Sajewicz, the German version of She Loves You Incorrectly, just to have a little fun. George Harrison lost his virginity while other Beatles watched when he finished. A little bit too, too, too harsh for me. Okay, the Beatles officially broke up, guess where? Disneyland. That's exactly right, Disneyland. Couldn't ask for a better place. Except maybe um, Monkey monkey Garage. That's Richard Rawlings on Discovery. The Beatles Revolver was released on this day, August the 5th, way back in 66. How old were you? My, pre my precious followers and supporters, how old were you? And in 66, to celebrate the anniversary of this revolutionary weird album, there are 11 super weird things about the Beatles. Oh, let's see. This script writer kept, he throws in this George Harrison and Virginia. The Beatles often broke up. They broke up at Disney World and her book, Instamatic Karma, and republished in the Daily Mail, John Lennon's former girlfriend, May Payne. True story. May Payne. Recall the moment that Lennon officially ended the Beatles. I'm sorry, too, because a whole lot of John and all the Beatles wrote, even Ringo. And I'm glad that... Um, Paul McCartney owns the rights to the Beatle music. Okay, another another hint about the Fab Four. Stopping their careers, listen to Don McLean's American Pie in 1972. When the lyric in the first of the song goes, that was the day that music died. Of course, that was when the Beatles had broken up. Several dirty little things you didn't know about John Lennon and the Beatles. John Lennon often said he'd rather have been a member of Monty Python than the Beatles. Oh well, I don't argue with you that. For a time, Lennon and Yoko Ono had a psychic on staff to help advise them with business deals. Yes, sir. Crystal ball it. The psychic earned a stipend, stipend, what's a stipend, on, on par with their lawyers and accountants. Uh, Lennon's favorite game to play on tour was Monopoly, as if he didn't have enough funny money. Lennon's, Lennon, John Lennon's first experience with LSD, and old Lennon didn't deal in counterfeit money. It's a joke. Lennon's first experience with acid when when this dentist, John Riley, utility slipped some into his coffee at a dinner party. As a teenager, Lennon's aunt and parental guardian, Mimi Smith, would often tell him, the guitar is all very good and well, John, but you'll never make a living at it. Ain't Mimi, I'm sorry. Or is it Mimi? Lennon and Yoko Ono made them their debut art performance together at the Royal Albert Hall in an opaque, quiet sack. 
centurion their bodies in silence on the stage. Yes, I'd have paid a couple of bucks to do that. Lennon's first band, the Quarrymen, would often hold their practices in the bathroom, with Lennon standing shoeless in the bathtub. On the track, How Do You Sleep, from Lennon's solo album, Imagine, the caustic lines, the sound makes you as music to my ears, and the only thing you've done was yesterday were both directed at former band member Paul McCartney. Lyndon once demanded that Yoko write him a list of everyone she slept with. Ain't gonna touch that one. For several years, Lyndon's paternal grandfather, also named John, toured across America performing blackface and Andrew Robertson's colored operatic Kentucky Minstrels. When asked about the uproar in America over his, I'm not gonna know what's coming up. When uproar was more about the Beatles being more popular than Jesus comment, Lyndon responded, there are more people in America, so there are more bigots. Jesus is still alive, John. Hope you're up there with him. After becoming fed up with fans doing more streaming than listening at shows, Lennon once said, Beatles concert nothing to do with music anymore. They're just bloody tribal rights. I guess when you get that popular and powerful, you can say what you please. A former schoolmate of John's at Dove, Dovedale Primary once said, if there ever was a scrap in schoolyard, John was likely to be involved. I didn't know John Lennon could be a troublemaker. Sean, I say, Sean was Lennon's first son. First suspected his father was a Beatle when they, he saw a yellow submarine on television at a friend's house. Lennon wanted his first wife, Cynthia Powell, to look like French actress Brigitte Bardot. When Lennon returned home on the road from the road, one day to find Cynthia's former Bardo lent haircut short. He refused to speak to Cynthia for two days. Bob Dylan introduced marijuana to Lennon and the rest of the Beatles. Don't give a date. Kind of blurry, if you mean. Oh, the first instrument Lennon learned how to play was the harmonica. Lennon read the psychedelic experience by Timothy Leary et al. from start to finish on a couch in the middle of a bookshop. Before he was famous, Lennon once said he'd rather be a member of the Monty Python's Blind Circus than be a member of the Beatles. That's up to you, Johnny boy. No, this is wrong. I'd rather commit suicide than be a Beatle. Oh, excuse me, commit suicide than be a, get a conventional job. Well, we can get rolling here on a Friday evening. Growing up, Lyndon was highly uh, self-conscious about the size of his nose. Lyndon once said, you have to be a illegitimate child to make a uh, to make it, and that's a fact. And the Beatles were the biggest illegitimate children on earth. I'm not polluting my podcast with that. Lyndon never had a great driver. Never a great driver. Once crashed his car into a ditch 
and received 17 stitches to his face. I don't know how many stitches were given to Lennon's car. As a young child, Lennon realized that every large department store in Liverpool had its own Santa Claus and asked his dad, how many Father Christmases are there? Lennon bought a tiny uninhabited island called Donish off the coast of Ireland for 1,700 pounds in 1967. Approaching the 21st birthday, his 21st birthday, Lennon had serious doubts about ever making a career in music because he left, to, he was too, felt too old to become famous. As a teenager, Lennon once accepted a friend's challenge to do a certain thing. Ten times on a single day, Lennon fell short at nine. Later in life, Lennon became a cooking enthusiast, often making lunch for his entire staff of 10 to 12. And then that was that at 10 minutes to 12 before he started cooking, or 10 minutes, 10 people to eat at 12. Your guest is good as mine, says Catfish Kenny. Glad to have you. Thank you for listening. Still going to roll on. Lennon referred to Rubber Soul as the pop album and Revolver as the acid album. That's their thinking, not mine. I see daylight in the tunnel. First time Yoko met Lennon, he didn't know he was, she didn't know he was a Beatle. That's up between them. A mild, this is a mind smasher here. Ten secret things, or maybe four or five, about Hank Williams Sr. that you never knew. He was born in Alabama. Mount Olive, to be exact, in 1923. He lived in Greenville and Georgiana, Alabama, as a kid during the Great Depression. And the family eventually moved to Montgomery, the capital of Alabama. He's got a weird name, not really though. Experts say Hank isn't a weird name, but Hank is just his nickname. The Luke the Drifter singer moniker and Billboard Star's actual first name is Hiram. Why such an odd name? Williams was named for Hiram, one of Tyree, one of the three founders of the Freemasons according to Masonic legend. But don't worry, Hank, even if your first name is a little bit funky. I'm still in love with you. I can't help it. So is everyone else. No audience at the Grand Ole Opry ever wanted uh, a guy to keep playing more than Hank. At the Grand Ole Opry in Nashville in 1949, the audience begged the Your Cheating Heart and Love Sick Blues singers will form a record of six encores. Six that has, ne has never been taught or equaled. He definitely didn't have the honky tonk blues at that time or that night. Last but certainly not least, he was in the uh, first he was in the first country music hall of fame class. The Cold Cold Heart performer is a member of the first Country Music Hall of Fame, along with Jimmy Rogers, the singing break man, the father of country music. 
folks, it's, uh, I see my time on the old clock is going to run short. I've got to go get my breath. I'll be back in a few minutes for part two. So get out your notepads and pens. And you can call me at 1-205-921-4159 anytime. Email me at gnxy210 at yahoo.com. And um, I'll be seeing you soon later. Be sure to, uh, if you want to be a sponsor, let me know. I appreciate it. And thank you to my sponsors you heard in the beginning. Let's go flying. I'll see you in a minute.